Proverbs 3, 7, and 8. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. In chapter 2 of Proverbs, we learn that if a person searches for wisdom like hidden treasures, he will find it. And Proverbs 2 verse 10 says, For wisdom will come into your heart. But here in today's text, it says something. Uh, it says that we're not to be wise. So you mean to say we're going to receive wisdom, but we're not to be wise? Well, it says at least not in your, our own eyes. Okay. But still, th these almost seem to, to contradict or, or to oppose one another, don't they? Uh, but when we attach the phrase not in your own eyes, I think we can see that uh, how any wisdom we have has been imputed to us. It, it's not really from us. It, it comes not from our own heart or our own eyes, but like Proverbs 2, 6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. But it's the, uh, the self-righteous man that thinks of himself as self-wise. So I think we can distinguish the difference there. Uh, and our text says, rather than being that man who is uh, like wise in his, his own eyes, rather than being him, the man who, is, who in his self-centered wisdom is not deterred by the fear of the Lord, but instead he follows after sin and rationalizes his selfishness and the lust of his eyes, and he makes a case that there is wisdom in what he chooses and what he says. And, uh, you know, he convinces himself even. And anyway, rather than being like that man, our text says that if we follow after the wisdom of the Lord, it will bring healing and refreshment to us. And uh, I wonder how that works. And then would it be different for the man who is wise in his own eyes? Would he experience something different? other than healing and refreshment, I wonder. Well, Psalms 31 is a psalm of David, and I believe it's about David, yes, but um, it actually points us to Jesus on the cross. And you can read it in full to see all the parallels. Uh, but in verse 10, it talks about how sin takes away a man's strength. And we, we find that other places in Psalms. Sin brings much sorrow with it. And David says this, he says, For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. You know, sin just has, has a way of just sapping the, the life right, right out of a man. Right? You, I've experienced that. Maybe, I'm surely others of you have as well. And that's what sin does to a man, which is the opposite of what our text says about a man who looks to the Lord. Um, in today's text, verse 8, it says, It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. So you see, this, this Psalms 31 shows us how Jesus actually became sin for us. 
He who knew no sin became sin so we might receive the righteousness of God. You can see 2 Corinthians 5.21 for that. But his flesh and his body took on our pain and our disease and our illness. Uh, you know, his life was sapped out of him 100% even into death. And he takes our death in, in his death. All these things that sin brings fell on Jesus. So we might be victorious over sin in every way. Now, positionally before God, 100% righteous in his eyes. True. And then as we are being changed practically here on earth, none of us are there yet, but we are all still sinners. He's working in us and he promises he will, what he started, he will complete it. And finally, we'll be raised like him, incorruptible, raised up from the dead, with him, and accepted by God. So, um, yeah, you know, all the things that sin brings, Jesus gives us the opposite. And, and he gives us, where sin is gone out of our life, where we're forgiven, it's like healing. It gives us an extra bounce in our step. And we can smile where we couldn't smile before. And it's like refreshment to our bones. And you may remember how it was before you knew Christ. And nothing, you were never happy with anything. Not not true happiness. You might enjoy the happiness that, that uh, circumstances bring in your life. But it was nothing that was the kind of of happiness that comes from the joy of the Lord, where uh, that burden of sin is no longer on your heart. And that's the kind of healing um, and refreshment that God gives us even now uh, while we're here on earth. So let's pray. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you that we can see Jesus uh, in, in your word, even in the Old Testament. Lord, thank you that, that you give us um, you give us uh, so much with your death, burial, and resurrection. You say all things, Father. Your word says all things are ours. And we're adopted. And, and you give us unsearchable, immeasurable treasures. If we, if we will only uh, seek them out, seek out the wisdom and the treasures that you have for, uh, in your word, Lord, uh, we cannot exhaust all of them while we're here, and they'll bring us great joy. Lord, help us to do that. Give us a heart for that. Give us a heart also, Lord, that we might share your beauty uh, uh, with, with those who don't know you. Share with them how you are uh, the greatest treasure in the universe, and you're the only good news for their soul. Lord, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.